This is Chatting Human Design, the place to be to hear how real people use human design in their everyday life. I'm so excited to have you. Hello, hello, welcome to Chatting Human Design. It's me again, Janelle. Today's guest is Allison. She is a 6'2 self-projected projector. That's a hard one to say, so I normally just say SPP, but self-projected projector. <laughs> it's a very cool type. That's my best friend's type as well, so I'm very partial to you guys. Um, she's a restorative teacher. She does a lot of things, yoga, Reiki, a lot of stuff to really help you take care of your body and your mind and your soul so that you can take on this crazy world that we live in. So welcome, Allison. Hi, Allison. Yay, hello. Thank you so much for having me. This invitation excites me so much. <laughs> awesome. Um, Allison got on the pod because someone else she knew was on and said, hey, Allison would like to be on. And I said, well, tell Allison to ask me. <laughs> and then she's on. So here we are. <laughs> that's, that's how it works for me. If you want to be on the pod, then you got to ask me because I don't ask. I, I allow so many different types of people on. You just have to have experimented with your design in some capacity. Exactly. So that's all. And I know that you've done that because you've already used terminology and things that people wouldn't use if they didn't know anything about human design. So um, that's awesome. And I love the idea of self-care and human design. So mm -hmm. why don't you kind of talk about how you got got to that place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, wow. Okay. So to bring it, I guess, all the way back where everything pretty much starts for me is I just background. Um, I grew up in New York and when I graduated college, I graduated with a business degree and it was a dream of mine to work in Manhattan in fashion. So right off the bat, I was um, thrown into the corporate world in New York City. Um, I feel like so many of us know what that energy is like and that environment is like. And it's it's really exciting and it's very fast paced and it's go, go, go. But there's so many fun things. So I was really... Um, in my early years, in my adulthood, um, yeah, moving through... Um, discovering myself and living on my own in that environment. So um, for the first couple of years, it was really fun for me. I felt like things were really moving and grooving and working out. Um, I loved what I did. I call it my first dream job because um, it really did light me up at the time to do all that I did. I worked in sales and I worked with a ton of accounts. So now knowing that I'm a self-projected projector, it, like there's a lot of things that looking back in my um, experience make a lot of sense. Um, and why I say too that like everything just kind of will come full circle because we're always, you know, on, on our aligned path, even if we don't think we are, I, I kind of believe that. And so I think it's a perspective, but um, yeah, so quickly, very quickly, I started to become super burnt out and I was always taking care of my health. I say very physically in the beginning. So I was 
I was just really always at the taking care of myself. Um, I was the one in the office eating salads, reading health books. Um, mm-hmm. I was always at the at the yoga studio before work, after work. So I had a really strong physical self-care practice at the time. I didn't call it self-care, but I just really did um, have a value and really live in alignment with the value of taking care of myself from pretty early on. I grew up in that environment. So it was something super familiar for me. And that was modeled to me as a child. And once I started to, I think it was around year five, um, all of my energy just started to really deplete, send me Mm -hmm. signals. Like all of these things started to happen physically in my body where I was just realizing this wasn't aligned for me anymore. And the complete lifestyle that I was living was not supporting my health. And that was really upsetting to me because I cared so much about it. And in the beginning, I was really forceful about that. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just do more of of the things. (laughs) More of the stuff. (laughs) More of the stuff. So um, I started adding on more to my plate to take care and better myself. But again, it just, it really wasn't working out for me. And so Um, It came to a point where I was really curious about what was next for me. And I was so passionate about health and wellness and helping others. And I was already doing it in the office. Um, I was then teaching yoga. So I went off and I just like um, the Sagittarius rising in me is always a bookworm. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to, now that I was practicing more yoga, study yoga. So then I went and flowed there. And then after that, I really didn't want to teach, but it just happened. So I started teaching yoga and I really fell in love with it. And I wanted to do more of that. And I wanted to also have that be more of a full-time job for me. And so um, I was looking into programs, other things, talking to people. And I started to meet a lot of people who were, who had worked in fashion, but then became health coaches. Mm -hmm. So I started to see this theme that the universe was connecting me with all of these people who are a little bit further ahead. And it really inspired me to look into a health coaching program, um, which I later then applied for and completed. So I went through um, IIN, the School for Integrative Nutrition, and received a certification in health coaching. And that was really exciting for me. So um, along that program, that was an online program. I thought that this was my going to be my master plan. I was very type A at the time. And I was, I was like, I'll go to school. I'll continue to work full time. And when I'm done with this program, then I'll transition and figure it out. And it was really funny because as we all know, when you just really up-level invest and say yes to yourself, the universe tends to move you along way quicker than you, than you would think. So um, my situation and my corporate role, um, you know, ended a lot sooner than I thought. It just Mm -hmm. really wasn't aligned for me mentally to, to stay there a year. And so I ended up making the really bold and brave choice to put in my two weeks without having a backup plan um, for the betterment of my health. And I just said that I would figure it out afterwards. And I really hesitated to make that decision, of course, because fear held me back so much. 
Um, but I really, really was struggling physically, mentally, emotionally to a point where my body was really sending me signals. And Mm -hmm. I remember going to this yoga class one day and the teacher and the theme of the class was just to really take that leap, do that thing. And like the universe has your back kind of stuff. And so I felt like it was just the divine message that really woke me up, called me forward. And I was like, yes, I'm going to actually do this. And I remember telling my parents being terrified they weren't Mm going to approve of my decision and, you know, that no one really would. And I actually was so surprised. This was like one of the most pivotal points in my early journey was that I was like met with so much love and celebration and support to go for it right away. And I think my journey would have definitely flowed a lot differently if I hadn't been met with that love and support. But um, it really showed me that I was the only one in my own way this whole time. And I was letting all of those limiting beliefs um, about other people, what they would think, um, what they thought was best for me. So it really was the beginning of my journey because it was the first time I really chose to honor myself and my energy and even start to understand and learn like what that was for me. And so fast forward, I was health coaching. I was teaching yoga. I was nannying. I was still doing all the things because like it was my (laughs) dream to stay living in New York. Um, And so I, I was a lot happier in the area of career and more fulfilled and feeling really successful. Um, But it was definitely still, I was still recovering from an insane amount of burnout and still burning myself out. I was still living in it. Mm-hmm. And I think it was really the pandemic that slowed me down. And um, what I realized in the last couple of years was that taking care of myself was the thing that helped me the most and filled me up and made a huge difference in my energy, made a huge difference in the way that I show up to teach others, coach others. Um, be in my relationships personally and professionally. Mm-hmm. And I started to really just, I'm always like reflecting and auditing my areas of life through from the program that I did. It was just like such a habitual practice that I learned. And yeah, I really started to discover that self-care was something that was truly important and working out for me really well. Um, and when I left my, when I left my corporate job, I think that was something that I wasn't prioritizing. I was definitely Mm. prioritizing everything else and just, you know, making money and staying living in the city. And that was just, um, came first. And so when I started to really focus on these things that were helpful for me, my energy and made a huge difference, it always boiled down to my alone time, the, what I did for myself. And then like, it really just shifted my intention for why I was showing up for Mm -hmm. yoga. Right. And so the intention setting practice became really important for me. And it wasn't something that I just did every time I showed up on my mat. It was something I did every day in my life, in every area of my life. Like Mm -hmm. I started to really take that practice and apply it everywhere. And I found such amazing change in my life so much more easily and more fluidly than ever forcing anything because setting the intention calls in an energy that's there to help and support you and guide you um 
and it's not all up to you. And so that was another thing that really started to early on make a lot of sense and work out for me. So I was then playing with intentions. I was playing more with self-care. And ultimately, like I just mentioned, the pandemic really slowed the world down. Mm-hmm. And so totally. all of a sudden I'm moving slower and I was just like, whoa, this feels really good. Mm-hmm. I like this. I like this pace. Like, okay, now I have time and space for rest. At this point, I was making my own schedule and I wasn't piling on 10 hour work days. I was spreading mm-hmm. everything out. I was taking my time. Um, I started to really look at my boundaries with people and say no to things. And all of this really just evolved into like a lifestyle that I think I always craved and wanted, but never allowed myself to play and experiment with. Mm-hmm. So slowing down, practicing self-care and living in alignment with intentions that I set were filling me up more than anything I had ever done for myself. And it was confusing because I was like, wait, it's not the salad. It's not the, it's not the (laughs) physical movement, right? Like it's not any of those things. It's so much like more deeper. And that's what ultimately got me really curious about energetics and just how, unique everyone really is and I didn't know about human design at the beginning of the pandemic but I was really curious about all things metaphysical spiritual energetics so I started leaning into astrology a lot and that got really fun for me and then down that rabbit hole um I found human design and when I discovered human design like everything just clicked and made sense and I was like This is like everything I know about health and wellness and bio-individuality of taking care of the physical, mental body in a unique way, but it took everything to the next level and was Mm -hmm. like, this is the system. And so I am obsessed with studying it now, learning about it and, and applying it to myself, to, to my self-care and like, really it has helped me validate and give myself so much permission, self-acceptance, self-compassion, and like really empowered me to be unapologetic about my self-care, taking care of myself, what I know is best for me. And then it's like such a tool and vehicle for me to share with others and teach others like, you know, Mm -hmm. this is a really beautiful way to lean into your authenticity and to be, to create a a self-care routine and lifestyle that you really desire. And it doesn't need to, everyone's self-care routine and lifestyle doesn't need to be like mine. It doesn't need to be, you know, slow and restful. Like it could, it could be whatever you want it to be. So Mm -hmm. human design was really the thing that kind of just brought it all together for me. And yeah, it has just been, I love, love, love just putting the pieces together and seeing it through a lens of, you know, energetics, but also self-care. Yeah. Yay. Well, I'm glad that you're into it because I love human design and that's such a cool way that you came about it. Yeah. Thinking about living in New York, it just immediately gives me anxiety. I couldn't even, I don't even think I could go there to be honest. I'm like, Ah, it sounds like so much stuff. It's so it's so valid. One, my shaman told me that New York City is on a bed of clear quartz. Did you know that? No, and I don't know what that. What does that mean? So under the rock, the earth underneath uh-huh. Manhattan is 
is clear quartz. So clear quartz is an amplifier. Okay. And so it makes complete sense why New York City is just like the, <laughs> the chaos that it is and it doesn't sleep and everyone's just like going um, because the rock and the earth underneath actually like that's like the makeup of it. Um, and so I think everyone's nervous systems are super sensitive and synced to that, but there's mm. probably so much of what they're not aware of that makes it very chaotic but yeah it, during the pandemic I moved back home um, my parents lived up north from the city so I moved outside of the city and then I also really was connected and I was like wow the spaciousness feels really good yeah and then a friend of mine told me like to get out west into California and I'd never been and I took a solo trip for the first time and like that's that was a whole other thing but I eventually I moved here last year and so I'm in San Diego now um, and wow, what a what a world difference it is mm -hmm. say, from San Diego to New York. Yeah, like I've been back and I visited a few times and I there is nothing like New York. It is so magic in its own unique way. But mm -hmm. the second I get on the train, my whole system can feel the energy ah. so intensely. <laughs> and so it, it has allowed me to be very mindful going back into the city and like having intention putting a time frame on it like I have mm -hmm. to be really mindful about it because the energy is pretty intense <laughs> yeah right um I'm originally from Orange County so I, I totally okay yes, on the yes. West Coast thing. I'm yeah. in Colorado now though so how California was it's great California was too much for me I it was just a lot a lot going on this is before I knew about human design and I realized I needed to leave and I didn't really know where to go so I just kind of picked Colorado and it came yeah. here yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, I love Colorado. I wouldn't go back to California, but I also would give other, some other places a try. I just, yeah. 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 I don't think this is my forever home either. I think it's, I'm definitely still in transition. It's been, mm -hmm. it's, it's been such a shock to my system to also be out here. Um, but I do definitely think it's, it's just supporting me and my system for all that I need right now, mm -hmm. but I'm definitely so curious. I love traveling. I would definitely explore some other places and yeah, I love it. Nice. Well, as projectors, I was similar to you. I was very workout oriented and I like to do like hard stuff and it like I really like to sweat and feel sore and be like exhausted and like I was going to throw up um like that's what I liked my body did the same thing it was like no no I started to get overuse injuries in yeah. my wrist and my hip my shoulder and I was I just I couldn't do the things that I used to do I used to run I can't run and at first I was upset about it and then and this is after I knew about human design I realized that I think it was just my body's way of saying like, you don't, this isn't what you need anymore or right now anyway. And so now I focus a lot more on my yoga and meditation. I like to walk. I do like kickboxing videos in my living room sometimes, but I don't really stress about it too much. As long as I do something yeah. walking in nature really helps me a lot. Yeah. Um, both physically and mentally. So that's one of my favorite forms of self-care and we have inconsistent energy. So I think mm -hmm. for us <laughs> and the manifestors and the reflectors, it's part of it is whatever you decide you like as self-care, 
it's going to probably look inconsistent. So if you don't yes. do the same thing every day forever, or I have to do this thing Monday through Friday, like every single time, and then you skip a day and you're like, oh no, I ruined it. It's, you're going to skip days. Like you're not going to do the stuff that you want to do every single day. Yes. I normally like make myself a really nice fancy tea and I didn't have time today. So I'm drinking a Starbucks frappuccino from the bottle. Here's my fancy tea. I drink one. <laughs> I haven't had one of these since like college and it's very sweet. I don't think I'll finish it, but I was like, whoa. But I was like, I was like, you know what? That's fine. If that's what you're having to that's fine. And tomorrow I told my husband, I said, hey, you need to watch the dogs while I have my long workout and my fancy tea. And he's like, okay, so I know I'm going to do it. And now yeah. I can look forward to it. And I don't like go, oh, it's ruined. I can, I can never do my fun morning routine stuff ever again. No, it's just, we're inconsistent. And sometimes we don't have the energy for it. And sometimes it just doesn't fit. Like you just can't get it to fit in. And before I would just be like, oh, well, it's fitting. And I would just try to make sure I do everything that I want to do in the day and shove it all in there. But now as a projector, I know that that's not healthy, really. Yeah. And it's not, and all of my, if, the stuff I do when I try to jam it all in is never really quality. It's just like, okay, get this over with so you can say that you walked for 15 minutes or something, you know? Completely. So, yeah, let yourself off the hook if you're an inconsistent um, energy type. So yeah. projectors, I manifestors, reflectors. Yeah. A big, big retweet to that big. Yes. Um, I've been even playing with this idea of just like consistency to me just at this point right now feels like a myth. Like I just, I'm like, what, what, what is like the, the consistency for us is to be inconsistent. I'm like, if that's, if that's what you're, you know, if that's what you really are looking for, what's your consistency? It's that your consistency is that you're inconsistent. Um, and I love your non-attachment, right? Like, I think that that's the biggest, the biggest thing is being non-attached, knowing the things that Mm -hmm. really fill up your cup and then creating space for them, but also just continuing to check in with yourself and, is this going to fit right now? Like, you know, is this what I need? And then being, honestly, I think that my biggest advice for this energy type is like being really gentle about your Mm self-care and approaching it with like that energy of just gentleness. And I love all of the ways that you shared that you self-care. I am, I I have fell in love with like 10 minute walks. They Mm -hmm. feel so powerful Mm -hmm. and it's just, I think what's hard is we see everyone else doing, you know, all the things all the time. And it's, 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 it's hard being, you know, less, a lower percent of the population that, that Mm -hmm. is this way. And, but I also think it's just when you really like can focus on yourself and you have that self-discipline, like, I think that's a really beautiful thing. And I've really changed my relationship around self-discipline where I'm like, it doesn't need to be so rigid and hard and forceful. Like Mm -hmm. it could come from a place of love and intention and gentleness that you just genuinely want to do that for yourself. You really like want to have that fancy tea and you really want to have that practice. (laughs) Totally. I, and it's like, really, it's, I'm the same. I have a lot of similarities. It's for me, like a, it's such a ritual for me to have a matcha in the morning or a hot cup of lemon water while I set my intentions for the day and just journal. And I keep it really simple. I'm like, 
one word, like what's my one word of the energy that I just feel really called to be in alignment or in tune with today. And like my morning practice can take as little as five minutes. I really Mm -hmm. enjoy a longer one, but like, if I know that that can't fit, it's like, I, I shorten self-care so that it can fit in anywhere. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is too, is how simple, simplified can you get it so you can squeeze it in wherever, wherever you are and wherever you go. And if I don't have my journal on me, at least consciously, I can be like, okay, maybe for two seconds, let me just breathe with a word that I just want to really connect with today mm-hmm. and an energy. Um, so, and then yoga has been such as like a strong, practice for me but I've went from the hardcore like workouts like you um I was also really um forcing that at one time and or at least it wasn't even forcing but it was just it did work for me at the time right like I heard Mm -hmm. you say that too like it, it at some point I think everything we've done for ourselves was working that's why we were even trying it yeah um and then we just explored and got even more um, aligned with what was true for us and what we needed. And so now I'm so much more of like, I love hot yoga. I love a slow flow. I love yin. That's why I became a restorative teacher. I I just fell in love with like slowness and stillness. And as a projector too, I notice my gifts really come out when I'm slow, when I'm resting and when I'm pretty still and silent. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I, and I never gave myself that time and space. And so my self care practice has so much deeper value and meaning to me now because, like, I can connect to like my gifts that way, or mm-hmm. I can really, really hear insights. And um, yeah, it's, it doesn't always come through when it, things are, you know, really crazy, or I'm even just connecting with other people. For mm-hmm. sure, it does sometimes. But um yeah it's it's slow walks it's nature for sure mm-hmm. um I'm also my environment is shores so I love being at the beach I, it's not a surprise to me that I was like east coast girl west coast girl like I, I was on both That's ends so of the country um so I noticed that like I like to apply self-care in like all parts of human design so like even the six two right like I love being the teacher of a classroom because I feel really connected in that and aligned in that six line profile or my like being in hermit mode for the two Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. the part of me feels so amazing and good and my whole life I thought I was an extrovert and I've really been playing and getting to know the introvert in me and I really like it It feels so good (laughs) yeah that's awesome my husband's a two four and I'm caves so I totally get the Mm, there you go introvert part of it because yeah I'm very cave cave like yeah I like my space and I don't like to let other people (laughs) I am learning I am learning that that is true for me right now yes but it's fun so yeah your self-care can really look however you want it to look it's just what makes you feel lighter? What makes you feel more positive? What makes you like yourself a little bit more than you did before? So yeah, it's what's really connecting you, connecting you back to yourself. Totally, and Ener- like the the perspective of experimenting. You won't know until you try it, and then like with your energy type, like depending on what your energy type is, it's like mm-hmm. you're gonna know. You're gonna know in your body when something is just like aligned or your intuition, right? Whatever your intuition is, it's really gonna help you understand and see like 
what it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can even tell, you know, being self-projected with, I'm, when I'm talking about certain things that I do and then my energy just shifts the tone of voice. Like, I'm like, oh, like I'm really in love with that thing that I do for myself. Like it, it comes out. And, yeah, yeah. And it Your can change, really right? And it, I think especially like you hit on, it's it can be inconsistent for um, projectors, especially. And that's more than okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And for, for you sacrals, you generators and manifesting generators, it can help to get really selfish about what you want to spend your time doing, like yeah. super selfish about like your daily allotment of time and what it is that you're doing, because you want to be lit up for most of the time so that you are doing your generator thing. And <laughs> And you've got the energy to burn. So like burn it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I have that here too, is you have physical energy that you, you're going to need to get out every day. And again, it can really look however you want it to look, but for generators and manifesting generators, especially if you have trouble sleeping, it's going to be better if you get your energy out somehow, some way every day. Um, And again, that can look however you want it to look on a daily basis. It doesn't really matter. Um, and really flex that yes or no muscle. Like, is this the Mm -hmm. thing that I want to do? Yes or no. Like if, if you need to say no to stuff, say more, no, more, more, no. Yeah. I'm really good at no. (laughs) Yeah. A really good, like tangible thing that I give to clients is like, write a list of everything that you're doing in your life. And then like, go through that list and audit it. Like what's, what are you a full body yes for or a hell yes to, or what's really lighting you up? And then like squeeze in more of those things. And then it's really cool to see that on paper. It's like, oh, I'm doing this thing and it's not working for me. Mm-hmm. So then like naturally seeing that and just making that connection automatically, it starts to just fall off. Mm-hmm. And I think we, yeah, we're just, we're, we, with self-care, I think we try to make, we focus on what it looks like. And Mm -hmm. I really strongly encourage everyone to take, to tune into how it feels Yeah. because the more you're focused on how it feels, the more, like the more abundant self-care can get, because Mm -hmm. then you can channel that feeling with a lot of different things. But if you're so fixated on like, it has to be this 60 minute workout at this studio at that time. Yeah. You're limiting yourself. Yeah, totally. And and we don't want that. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's funny. I, I've done that to myself a lot. And I think it's, it's like, I don't, I've tried to journal and I'm not a big journaler. It's, yeah. it's difficult for me. I just don't like it. Yeah. And it feels like work and it feels like I have to come up with things to write down. And so I told myself, that's fine. You don't have to journal if you don't want to. It's more than okay. I have a journal and I've written it a bunch of times, but it's very random. Like when I have an idea or when I have a lot in my head, I'm like, oh, maybe this is when I'm supposed to write stuff down. And then I write it down very messily in my terrible handwriting. Sometimes I write things down so messy. I think I do it subconsciously. So I can't read it back. Like, I'm like, what does this even say? I love like, that. Like, no one can read it. It's private. I, I love that. I have, a, I, I have a client too. And she's just like, I don't want to journal. If you're going to make me, I was like, I would never make you journal. Like, <laughs> like, no, we're not here to force that. But no. I really, I know people who just journaling is not their jam. And I'm like, yeah. that's okay. It's Literally. Fine. It's plenty of other things you can do. Right. And then, and then it's like, 
when you really, this is why I believe it's so focus on the feeling because whatever, like, you know, however you want to feel, it's like, mm-hmm. I can feel that way journaling, but you might feel that way. She's a generator. So like, she's definitely not going to like what I like in terms of self-care. Yeah, most likely not. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. Um, if you're a manifester, what did I put down here? Oh yeah. Space and time to do what you want. Manifestors are really independent. So yeah. it's going to be helpful for you to be able to be in relationships with people where they are cool with you doing things however you want to do them. And again, this is inconsistent energy because they're non-sacral. So yeah, uh, sometimes you're going to have the energy for the thing and sometimes you're not. And just, it's cool. No worries. Again, yeah. it helps to have people around you who understand and accept that this is what you look like <laughs> because then it's easier to be that way and go oh I'm not an inconvenience to you because I said I was going to do this and now I'm not or you don't think I'm flaky because I was like I'm going to run every day for, for a month and I got through four days like it's really it, it's helpful to have support from people even if they don't understand human design because my husband doesn't really understand it but he's very yeah. supportive of the stuff that I tell him that yeah. I, I need. I need, right. Yeah, and I'll tell him why and all the human design stuff. And he's like, okay. And I, I can tell he doesn't, he doesn't really care, but he's supportive of me. So that's helpful. Totally, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I would say, yeah, that's good for manifestors. Reflectors are the same, non, they're non-sacral. So it's inconsistent. I think for them, environment is super important. Um, where, yeah. you, where you put yourself, on a regular basis the people that you are around the places that you go experiment with new environments so that you can see what you like and what you don't like and what it feels like when you like something and don't like something because a lot of times we just say oh I don't that's not the place I would go or that's not a restaurant I, I would ever try or that's not you know a hike I would ever do it's like well why don't you try it and see if you don't like this thing Um, because the more environments as a reflector that you can collect that make you feel good that's better more places for you to get opportunities in life and to meet the people that you're supposed to meet and all the things so environment is very important to you if you're a reflector or a mental projector like me yeah (laughs) yeah that's my authority essentially um so like I said I kind of went over my experiences with self-care and what I think would help a lot of the other types just based on their sacral versus non-sacral energy. That yeah. seems to be like a good way to separate it a lot of times, because as you said, a lot of people equate self-care with doing like yeah. the doing of things. And so when you're a generator and a manifesting generator, that might feel more validating and feel more like, okay, I, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm in the self-care thing. Um, but other types might, might need, less of the do and more of the like you said sitting in silence or or taking less more stuff off of your plate rather than adding things on yeah Uh, even if it feels like you're being lazy or you're 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 not doing enough on your weekend when you don't work on the weekend so you have all this time so you need to be doing a gorillion things because otherwise you are not making your life worth it and that's just not how it goes for any energy type really there's just different reasonings behind it for each one really helped me rewire productivity for me 
it is so productive for me to rest, for me to mm-hmm. practice self-care, for me to slow down. I have so much evidence in my life at this point from doing this practice um, and letting the practice evolve because where we all are at different stages in our journey and our life require different self-care. Mm-hmm. And Sometimes it's really supportive to even practice slowness and, you know, go to, go to a yin class with a friend and other times I don't want to be, I don't want to be around other energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so letting it evolve and yeah, I think it's also just really shifting that lens of like, it can still be productive. It doesn't, right. Like, Mm -hmm. and then like lazy is a funny one because it's like, well, when you take the attachment or the meaning from the the word or energy of lazy, it's like, cool, call me lazy. I don't care. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what it, like, what is that? It's just our attachment and our judgment to it that like makes us like, oh, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that. And so it's, it's helped me just really like love to accept myself and just like, you know, when people are like, I don't know how you do it all. Like, how do you do that? And it's just like, it's also a practice and like, it's yeah. not easy 24 seven, like we're all very human. And so I was like, to also be surrounded by a lot of sacral defined sacrals is, you know, (laughs) tiring. Tiring. (laughs) So I just think like, my point is it's like rest to me has become like a superpower has. And so when I make it very empowering, I want to show up for it. Mm -hmm. So when I know that rest connects me to myself, my gifts, my, like my energy is right on the other side of my rest. Like mm-hmm. it makes me want to sh- inspired and empowered to show up for it. So I think with self-care too, it's through a lens of like, how are you relating to it and appreciating it? Because whatever it's giving you is also supporting you in progress and wherever you're getting yourself to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really cool way to look at it too, is that, the world doesn't stop because you're in your self-care. It's actually, <laughs> you're working, you're nourishing your energy. And the more that all of us do that, the more we all benefit. So I really help a lot of my students and clients and community reframe that part of self-care because I really believe like when you really think about the days that you are so nourished, how do you show up and you're in the world? Mm-hmm. It's far different and so nourishing for everyone you come into contact with when you are just like emitting and overflowing and overpouring because you just took time to take care of yourself first. And so I just, I have this line and I just was like, I think our self-care really like can heal the world and save the world because it's a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. And so that now that I have that relationship and lens to my self-care I'm really empowered and inspired to show up for it because I know it's going to deeply impact other people does that make sense yeah yes of course yeah that's awesome um is there any other like last thoughts you have about self-care any of the types human Mm. design not human design whatever you want to (sighs) say yeah I think it I think Well, with human design, I think any part of your chart can support you in like, like experimenting with self-care. So I think a really fun thing, if this is like something you're excited about or, you know, willing to experiment and open to experimenting, 
pick a part of your chart and experiment with like what form of self-care practice of self-care like would be nourishing for that. Mm -hmm. So like Mm -hmm. we kind of talked about like the environment, like maybe that's something that you can play with that would help you align with self-care in a different way that you never have before. Um, Or your intuition, your profile. Um, It doesn't like the energy type is so overarching. So Mm -hmm. I think you can, if you want to get really specific, look into different parts of your chart. Um, do you want to even go down the rabbit hole of looking at your channels and your defined centers? It's like, um, or your gates, it can also really get really, really specific, but I think just overall, um, I think it can be really simple. So also just, you know, really looking at where are you overcomplicating self-care in your life and just, um, forgiving yourself and giving yourself permission to just let it be as simple as it can. Oh, I love that. Yeah, the simplicity of it is the key. Because and I think projectors it. really would resonate with that. I think that that energy, like the simplicity, feels really good because that's efficient, right? Like mm-hmm. I think there's something with self care for me too that like resonates so much in my projector's soul because I'm like, this is so efficient. It feels so good. Yeah, yeah. Efficiency is key. Yeah, and we, that's how we get stuff done in so little amount of energy space. Yeah. And if, if you ever need help reading your chart, I do that too. So yeah. check out my website, JanelleTurner.net and check out my readings. But thank you so much for coming on. This was really wonderful. Thank um, you, my practices that I do for my, I used to be kind of one of those people that someone would say the word self, self-care and I was like, oh, whatever, like right. cool, <laughs> cool that you do great stuff for yourself. Um, and now I I couldn't see a day without meditation um, mm-hmm. or some movement of some kind or some sort of breathing exercises that I do for myself. And it's throughout the day and it doesn't look fancy. And it's just, it kind of helps to calm me down because I've realized that I kind of have my adrenals kind of jack me up a lot. So I try to bring everything down and it's very helpful. So yeah. practice with whatever self-care stuff looks like for you it could be baking or cooking or dancing or really anything it doesn't have to be yoga or meditation or stuff if that if that icks you out and you're not into that kind of stuff then do something else like break stuff go to one of those rooms and break things or I don't know like whatever you need to do get creative like it can really be absolutely anything yes yeah and that's, that's the, that's the best part is then you find stuff where you're like, oh, I need to do this thing. Like yeah. when I get to my meditation for the day, I'm like, I need, this thing needs to happen. Like, yeah. here we go. Yeah. And it's not to check it off my list. Mm, it's that's important. because I, I need it. <laughs> yeah. Like I really need it. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's totally like I've created a, an online membership community around self-care. So I have a ton of resources, a ton of support. Um, I like, it's just, it is the topic that I teach and that I literally genuinely love. I love love helping people slow down, restore their nervous system and master their unique energy. So if you feel, where do we find you? Where is this thing? So it's on my website, um, alisonmadolayoga.com. You can join my membership. It's $33 a month and you get an intention setting workshop with me live at the beginning of every month. We come together on a call as community and set intentions. I guide my very simple practice that I love and have been practicing for years. And um, I share 
a lot of guest sessions with others who support in self-care. We have all of those replays available. There are restorative yoga classes, meditations, journaling workbooks. There's just a ton of juicy resources in there. And I also host retreats um, in San Diego and teach classes, restorative classes in person in San Diego. So if you're local or wanting to visit and connect in community, um, all of that info is also on my website. And I also do one-on-one readings and I do one-on-one Reiki and group coaching as well. So I've got a lot of resources and a lot of, a lot of awesome things. So yeah, you can find me on my website or my Instagram at Allison Madola Yoga. Awesome. I will be tagging you and all the stuff in the notes. Beautiful. This cool. Um, this was very fun. So thank you for thank being you. with me. Such a and pleasure. Cool. Thank you all for listening. Catch you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Chatting Human Design. Join me again soon. Have a fantastic day.